0: Hello again and welcome back to the second part of our Compass Coffee podcast. I'm Zoe Burrows and I'm joined today by Bryony Smith. Hello again Bryony. Hello there Zoe. So Bryony, what can we expect to hear in the second part of the podcast? Well Zoe, the second part really focuses on the training and incentive
1: uh, provided to the staff at Compass uh, and it shows just how innovative they've been uh, in developing the two brands and making sure their baristas are hitting the benchmark. Uh, there's a wonderful insight into Compass's Strive to Succeed behind all of this.
0: Amazing. Well, part one definitely showed us a great insight into the initial development of the new two brands. So I'm excited to hear what Mr. Lovegrove has to say. So, should we get into it? Absolutely.
1: And that is what I wanted to talk to you about, and so yeah. I wanted you to, you know, to kind of talk a little bit about the training that you have for doing. doing. Um, because sure. I think that, you know, the, the behind the scenes is most significant in terms of if you're putting in that groundwork, you know, and I think it is something that should be spoken about.
2: Yeah. So in terms of the training aspect of what we've been doing, um, I, I think the success of any building is the foundation about... Um, Two years ago, I started to develop an identity for a, what was to become a barista academy for, for Compass Group. And at that time, we also became corporate members of the Specialty Coffee Association. So that is very much, uh, it's an industry body that promotes um, excellence in, in, in coffee. So the, the, the academy itself is now actually at our, at our group head office in, in Chertsey. It's the base now for all of our coffee education and training. And it's actually also been accredited as an SCA premier training campus as well. So what that means is that the, the environment, the equipment, the tools we've got are absolutely industry-leading industry and promote the very best in coffee education and training. Now, from a Compass perspective, with the first market, within encompass globally, to have a premier training campus. And in fact, we were only the third organization in the UK to be awarded that accreditation as well. So that's quite a significant step forward for us and really sets us apart from a lot of our competitors and even the high street brands because they don't have this level of accreditation either. So once we've actually got the academy, um, we've been working very closely with industry industry leaders um, who manufacture espresso equipment. So the equipment that we have is the very latest equipment available out there on the market. So we've got the very best equipment to be able to train with. And then to do so, we actually recruited our own um, coffee education and training manager back, back last December. So Sonali Taylor joined us as coffee education and training manager. And Sonali is a qualified, what they call an AFT, and that's an authorized guide trainer. So this is somebody that's been through all the various modules of coffee education and has been accredited by the FCA to deliver their training. So we're able to now train in-house uh, barista courses and brewing courses and there are three different levels. There's a foundation, an intermediate, and a professional course for each of those disciplines. Uh, and that starts with a one-day at foundation level, two days at intermediate, and a three-day course at professional level. So that really has given us then the, the foundation for all of our training and education around coffee. And any baristas that are working in either Cracklingham or Peak Street would be required to attend that training, and at the end of it, there's two written two written papers and a practical assessment that they have to go through to receive their accreditation.
1: Um, I think it's important. I think what you're saying is, your all of your briefs have to be to a standard, an acceptable standard that you have kind of tailored within within Compass. Yeah. And within you know within your your brand to say you are now. You know, at, at the acceptable level to be able to serve our product.
2: The, the key thing as well is that from a from a people perspective, the qualifications that we we are offering are recognised across the globe. So these are internationally recognised qualifications because the FCA is a global organisation. So I think for for our, our baristas, you know, even if in the future they decide. That they they're going to move and, and, and go somewhere else. This is something that they can actually take with them. So it's not a line to compass. This is um, an industry recognised qualification that they can take they can take with them anywhere. And I think you know off the back of the barista academy last summer, I also launched the the master barista program. And the master barista program was to really to bring together baristas from across the business and to identify a group of five baristas that could join the Master Barista Program. And to get into that group, they had to complete a technical assessment that looked at grinder calibration, espresso, and milk technique. And then on the second round, they had to produce a speciality beverage, um, and then they had to present that to... To the judging panel. Now, the first round, we actually judged it ourselves. And on the on the final, we had people um, from the industry come in. So they were all external judges. We had somebody from the Speciality Coffee Association. We had um, a World Barista Championship head judge from Italy that came across. We had a Q grader from um, our roasting partner, UCC. And we also had one of the team from Bung who are specialist in, in in bulk brew and brewing take, um, technology. So um, and we purposely wanted it like that because we wanted it to be something that people wanted to aspire to. Um, but for the five successful individuals, we we held a launch event event at Somerset House last last year where we had people from across the compass business and also from the industry actually attend. Uh, we provided an overview of the program, and we presented them with their their certificates. Um, the guys and girls have all got jackets with the sponsor logos with their names embroidered. They've got embroidered lo- uh, aprons. So it is very much putting our baristas on the same level as our as our culinary team.
1: To to go into kind of master barista training, then obviously as you said in the second round, you had to produce specialty drink. That, that requires creation, it requires passion for something, and it requires talent. So the fact that that was recognized, you know, you recognize that and you really kind of um, put it to them that they had, had been successful with what they could do. I think that in itself, it really drives um, a workforce, it re- you know, and I think it instills passion and aspiration into any team.
2: Yeah, I think you know once once the once the team had been had been formed, the intention was that through um, working with our our partners and our and our suppliers, we have put them on a um, a career path that will um, hopefully at the end of this year get them to a professional level. So we fund all of that ourselves, um, and we use. The, this team to support new business bids and, and retention activities, but also we engage with our, our partners and our sponsors where the team have actually been out to, to roasteries. They've been across to Italy and spent three days with uh, Simonelli Group to understand um, espresso machine technology and development and, and to understand how the machines are actually made. They've been to farms, they've been to dairies to understand that process from end to end. We've been up to, uh, up, to up to the Midlands to, to Alpro to understand how non-dairy alternatives are are made and how important they are becoming to the to the industry. Um, and it's really about engaging this group and for that group to be the ambassadors of coffee for for Compass Group. So. More recently, um, at the World of Coffee in, in Berlin, Parry, one of our, our baristas from, from London, traveled across with me and actually presented to the SCA board and also um, a group of industry professionals from across the globe his speciality drink. And, and he was also given the opportunity to talk about the Master Barista Program and what he's done. And it was great to be able to share that with with an international audience of coffee professionals because I think what we're doing at Compass is industry leading. There are no other competitors of ours that are delivering this level of training and education or, in fact, any of the high street brands that we work with don't come anywhere close to this. So this is really quite a unique program that hopefully then sets Compass above anybody else out there in the marketplace with regards to coffee.
1: I mean, for me, it definitely has. I, I'm ready to become a, a barista. <laughs> I'm ready to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I do think it is. You know, it is it is amazing all that you've done with the Compass Coffee Brands, and um, seeing that you had done the blind taste tests um, with with was it with consumers that you did that with? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Using UCC, and um, how did you decide? What case to go for? Was it an, on an average kind of percentage of people that had chose one or the other?
2: Well, I, I, I think there's, there's a couple of things here. Firstly, ethical um, certification is important to the consumer. So yeah, I've
1: seen that you're uh, fair trade um, certified for is it Peak Street and Rainforest Alliance certified for Cracklin Hum.
2: That's correct. Yeah. So. When we did the, coffee, the, um, the actual coffee tastings, we always do them blind. Um, and when I say blind, what we do, we don't actually tell the consumers what coffee they're drinking. Now, sometimes we may also put in high street brand coffees as well. Um, and typically what we would, uh, what we would do is um, make the coffees in the way that the consumer would normally drink them. So for myself, if I was doing a blind coffee tasting, typically I would drink it black or I would drink espresso, but that's not typically the way that most consumers would drink coffee. So if you would normally drink cafe latte, we would produce the range of coffees as a cafe latte so that you can actually taste them. Um, because otherwise, if you're, if you're used to drinking milky coffee, somebody putting a shot of espresso in front of you is going to, it's going to be very harsh. So we, we do it that way so that the consumers can then set the products um, at a level that they're, that they're comfortable with. And from that, um, we then t- took the results, and that's what then developed with the final selection of the coffees being used for um, Peak Street and Crackland Hub. Interestingly with, with Peak Street, we use a blend of Arab, Arabica and Robusta, um, whereas with Crackle and Hum, we use 100% Arabica. So again, there's two very different um, offers. Now, with Crackle and Hum, the 100% Arabica works very well in, in flat whites and in espresso and some of the shorter, shorter drinks, where the coffee... Is a bit more, bit more prominent. Whereas with Peak Street, because the element of robusta, the robusta works extremely well with milk. So typically, those consumers will be drinking cafe latte, and that's really where you know the Peak Street blend is is targeted. It's mm-hmm. not so much targeted at the sort of you know the espresso espresso drinker.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that is, you know, I mean, as I said, I just, I just kind of wanted to know, because I think it is, it's very interesting, you know, the way that um, these decisions are made. And again, behind the scenes, you know, we all know of high street, very, you know, very popular um, coffee brands. And you never think about how they got there, you know, how it, how did they decide to to use this type of coffee, you know, and how did they decide what what they were going to put with what. And I think it, it is just it's very interesting just to kind of learn how you made that decision.
2: Yeah, and I, I think, you know, it's also about engaging with the barista community across across the business. Now, since we launched the, the Academy and the Master Barista Programme, we've also set up uh, a workplace page, um, which is a barista community page where baristas can can post pictures of what they're doing at the, at the latte art where we've had teams coming through the training center with pictures and anything that relates to coffee we, we, we post so it keeps a community feel very much very much alive within, within the business and there's a few other activities that we've done more recently um, a few months ago we held a, a match of Smackdown which was in conjunction with Tea Pigs. So we worked with Louise Cheadle who's the founder, um, one of the co-founders of Tea Pigs, to develop this um, this competition. So it was very much, it was great to be able to partner with Tea Pigs, but it was very much looking at the, the technical skills of the brisk with their, with their milk. So we held that, um, that was a couple of months ago and we're now looking forward to a a full barista championship which will be held in October later this year where we'll be inviting baristas to come and compete and it will be a two-stage process and we'll have technical judges, sensory judges, and a head judge that will oversee that process. Um, And the winner will actually get an origin trip to a, um, a coffee origin country where they can actually go out to the coffee plantations, they can actually see the coffee cherries being picked, um, and they can see that the uh, the processing and drying methods um, actually at origin. So this is really about trying to offer our baristas prizes that money can't buy. You know, these are things that no very few people actually get the opportunity to to actually go out and do. Um, And one of the other very simple um, initiatives that um, I launched a couple of months ago was um, a program called Be a Barista. And this we opened up to people actually in our own head office where they can come down for an hour and we hold three sessions throughout the day. They come down for an hour. They spend an hour with our our training and education manager and they understand the basics of coffee. how to pour the perfect shot of espresso and how to understand where, when coffee has been over or under extracted because that has quite a significant impact on the taste. They also learn how to steam milk and they also get to pour their first drink and hopefully some very basic latte art as well. Now, to date, we've probably had about 50, 50 colleagues actually sign up and, and, and complete that. And we're actually got we've got another session in two weeks' time, which is a guide to cupping, which is the way that the industry tastes and assesses the the quality of coffee. So it's not just about engaging with our baristas, but also with the wider the wider business in terms of what we're doing and how we're how we're moving the the whole coffee coffee category forward. And engaging people from all four corners of our business
1: i'm going to call myself a barista Um, i i I used to um work in a very small cafe but i but i used to steam milk so i think i qualify and my question to you is you know would i make it to the the kind of competition the competing stage with just being able to steam milk
2: uh, no, <laughs> that was my
1: love. <laughs> because when it
2: when it, when it's, when you're in a competition environment, yes, milk is a really really important part of it. Um, and actually, the minute that you walk into a coffee shop, if you can hear um, milk squealing away on the on a steam arm, then the barista's not not doing it properly. So. Milk is, is absolutely an important part of it. The second part is the calibration and setup of the grinder. So making sure that we use in the right quantity of coffee in the basket and also ensuring that it's been ground um, to the correct specification because if it's too fine, um, it's going to impact it at your, your extraction because obviously if you can imagine water trying to pass through very fine sand, it's extremely difficult. But equally, on, on on the reverse side of that, if you if I use the analogy of pebbles, and you pour water through it, and the coffee's too coarse, it's just going to wash wash straight through. So there's absolutely there's a sweet spot of extraction that the yeah. baristas need to achieve to get that perfect shot of espresso with a perfect crema.
1: Well, I think I'm going to yeah, I think thinking about it and having this conversation, I'm probably going to put down my. You know my steaming jug now, and um, <laughs> and, leave, and leave the coffee to you The message here, and I think the point is it 's not just about coffee it 's not just about a business you know gaining success, which is what we all want. We all want coffee and we all want success, but I think it it is also about those kind of relationships that you build and those connections you make you know and having the understanding and those partnerships and you know, obviously, you, you know, you're all the way up in Chelsea, but you now have a partnership, partnership in Exeter. So yes. it's, you know, it, it's, it's spreading the word, it's engaging people, it's interacting with people. And I think that you have, you know, executed that uh, as a company, as a brand, um, perfectly.
0: That was very interesting. It's definitely a real treat to be able to hear such intricate details firsthand from such a huge global company. Exactly, and I think that is uh, why it was so
1: important for us to speak with Steve Lovegrove. Um, There's a level of passion and devotion that I think we can all agree uh, comes with him that is just undeniable. He's an integral part of the coffee brand's journey uh, from thoughts to reality, so it's been a pleasure for us and hopefully the listeners to be able to learn so much about Compass and their coffee brands.
0: Definitely and I think I speak for everyone when I say that I definitely know a lot more today than I ever have about coffee before. Well thank you Bryony for joining us again and thanks to our listeners. We hope you enjoyed everything that you've heard today and we will be back very soon with another podcast. Bye for now.